Welcome to today's podcast. Today is October the 17th. My name is Gabriella Cowan. I'm the 8th grade counselor and I'm here with Miss Celia Eichbusch, the 7th grade counselor. On today's uh, weekly podcast, we are going to talk about cell phones and the teen and the tween brain and some research on how cell phones um, are affecting the teen brain. So here to talk to us about this research is Miss Celia Eichbusch. Thanks, Gabby. I want to discuss with you the research and some interesting facts about cell phones. Did you know there are roughly 7 billion people on the planet Earth and 6.5 billion people have a cell phone, which is pretty amazing when you think that only 4.5 billion people actually have access to a working restroom. Did you know that bending to look at the cell phone is roughly the same as having an eight-year-old sit on your back four to five hours a day? So when you think about the stress that that is causing on your back, just bending to look at the cell phone, it really takes you step, makes you take a step back and think about your posture. Another interesting fact is that in the 1970s, one quarter of the United States was diagnosed with myopia or nearsightedness. Now, half of the United States population since the introduction of cell phones is now being diagnosed as having nearsightedness. Did you know that the games that we are playing and that the students are playing cause the brain to give bursts of dopamine, which causes them to have a compulsion loop, wanting to play those games over and over again, where the, they're being rewarded with those bursts of dopamine. That compulsion loop is the same thing that leads to addiction to things such as nicotine and other drugs. This is why apps always have new content causing our brains to want to look at them more. Also, 93% of teens teens have reported that they are using their cell phones to avoid boredom. Instead of engaging in conversations with other people, instead of going outside, instead of reading a book. So we would like you to really encourage your student to think about how much time they're spending on their cell phone. Psychologists have actually coined a new phrase. It's called nomophobia, which is fear of being away from your cell phone or not having a mobile phone anymore. Harvard Medical School also did some research, which is showing that the blue light emitted from a cell phone, if you are on a technology, on a screen, on a computer, on an iPad, on a cell phone, right before you go to bed, that blue light is interrupting our circadian rhythms, which means that we are not getting as deep a sleep as we have in the past. When you don't sleep deeply, you produce less melatonin. And Harvard Medical School has said that then increases the chances of diabetes, cancer, and obesity later in life. They are recommending that the last two hours before bedtime be technology free in order to get that deeper sleep. So think about that time as a family, how can we spend that last two hours before before bedtime technology free? Reading a book, playing a board game, having some good family discussions. That's not to say that cell phones are all bad. Remember, cell phones and technology are giving us access to -to up-to-date and current information that we've never had before. They're allowing us to reach out and contact people that we haven't been able to do so before. 
So smartphones aren't all bad, but we just want you to realize some of the challenges that we are facing with our teenagers with cell phones. So one of the things that we're recommending is that you take a smartphone vacation. Some of the top leaders in the industry are taking cell phone vacations. Some of the people in Apple, some of the people in Google, some of the high-tech presidents are taking smartphone vacations in order to be able to increase productivity. So I'm going to turn this over to Gabby because she's got some ideas of ways you can take a smartphone vacation. Thank you, Miss Eichbusch. So um, I'm going to talk about like a hack challenge, and this is part of the Screenager, Screenagers movie, um, but they do have a hack challenge where um, see if you can do any of these hacks for 24 or even 72 hours, um, and you can do this as a family. Um, I mean, they can do that along as with you, so you guys are, are basically going to be the role models for them. Um, if they see you being on your phone all the time, then you know they're, they're not going to take it as seriously, but like Ms. Eichbusch said, a lot of the research shows that um, it has has some big consequences if we keep uh, having our, our students just use the cell phones all the time. Um, so some of these hacks um, include uh, reorganizing your home screen. So if you have a smartphone, um, you have the, the home screen where you have all of your apps. Okay, if your child does not ha um, have a, f uh, a phone, maybe an iPad or another device that has apps at home, you can do that on those devices as well. So um, having all your favorite apps on your home screen can actually be quite tempting because as you open your phone, that is the first thing that you see. Um, so try to remove all the tempting apps and replace with just your calendar, your clock, your calculator, just the essentials that you will need. Um, and so that way it'll help you not, not be um, tempted to open some of those apps. Um, delete certain apps. Um, sometimes just deleting them, um, like Instagram or additional games um, can help your teen um, stay away from the phone for a little bit. Again, you can only you can do this for 24, 72 hours. See how long your teen can stay away from um, certain apps. So y'all can just delete it for you know a few hours and then add it back if that's that's something that you as a family decide. But again, it's a challenge, so um, it, it'd be nice to just step away from something that that they're on all the time. Um, number three would be blocking. Uh, software. So um, a recent Pew Research survey um, found that 45% of teens say they're online near constantly. So um, apps like Freedom or Self Control, okay, those are aimed to help people minimize the time that they spend online. So they block social media, they block the online shopping or anything that distracts you from um, online for whatever amount of time you designate. So you, you can designate a certain amount of time and then the apps help you um, help you with with that with you not being able to again shop and just be on social media and and all that so number four um, time control apps so on an iPhone you can set the screen time, uh, which sets specific amount of, of time you can use particular apps. And then if you have an Android phone, um, there's something similar called digital well-being. The, and this dashboard um, called app timers that allow you to set time limits for apps. So um, these can help you, you know, to a certain amount of time, you, you control how much time, again, you want to use. So this is a time control. And then the other one would be the blocking software. It just blocks you from, from going to certain websites. Um, number five. 
five would be turn off autoplay on your YouTube. So um, according to YouTube, about 70% of the videos people watch um, are those that were suggested by an algorithm. So stuff that you've watched before, uh, same likes, interest. So um, the algorithm that YouTube keeps on you. Okay, and so they'll keep playing, um, autoplaying similar videos to what your interests are. And so you keep auto watching. You keep watching those videos because it's something that you like. Um, so a simple way to regain control and always stay on purpose is by turning off the autoplay. So the next video won't start right away um, and you just don't get um, stuck in this rabbit hole of like you waste your time because you're like one more video, one more video, and then you just, you've wasted three hours next thing you realize. So um, turning off autoplay on YouTube. Uh, number six will be limit notifications. So um, one study found out that the average person receives about 63.5 notifications each day. So the interruption is distracting and can lead you down a rabbit hole again of time spent on your phone. You'll be amazed at how much time you save by turning off the notifications. And those include anything from um, from your emails to uh, certain apps, something new, um, shopping, um, so, I mean, I think any app this day really has notifications. And so if you turn those off, those interruptions will stop and the temp and you won't be tempted to, to open certain apps. Um, number seven, take ads off your page and other distractions. So you've noticed that some websites are cluttered with um, lots of distractions like autoplay videos and pop-up ads and sidebars. And so sometimes it's, it's difficult to concentrate on just one thing because you have so much going on in your screen. So there's several browser extensions that allow you to remove ads and distractions from your web pages. So you leave a clean page and just read the text and images, okay? Uh, Mercury Reader is part of the Chrome extension and it's very popular. So um, the ad blocker does not allow you to read an article. It, allow, it usually gives you the option to turn it off just for that one page. Um, so you just look at the top of the screen and the notification. So again, you can turn off the ads so you're not overwhelmed with so much information or wanting to click on certain things. You just go and read the, like if you're reading a newspaper article, just read the newspaper article and not any of the ads that are around it that make you click on other things and um, get you going and, and waste your time and in a rabbit hole again. Number eight, make your phone um, a phone only platform. Uh, uh, sorry, have your phone only perform um, in black and white. So try making your phone screen grayscale. The colors on your screen are like candy to your brain. So changing your phone to black and white is less rewarding to your cerebrum. <laughs> and you may then um, uh, be able to... Um, to focus better. So um, yeah, so I hope these uh, hacks work. Again, you can challenge your students and or challenge yourselves as a family to see how long you can perform some of these hacks. Either you set a goal for 12 hours, 24 hours, 72 hours, whatever it is, and see if um, any of y'all can finish one of these challenges. I think I really like the one where you delete um, the apps and that way you're, you're not tempted to, to have them. Um, and then, you know, see if the team, teen or you all can go to uh, without an app for a few hours and then add it back later and just say okay I was able to go for 12 hours maybe next time I'm able to go for a little bit longer um, I think Miss Eichbusch had some great um, great information and great um um, research to go along with it. And so I hope you learned uh, a little bit or a lot today. I'm gonna, here's Miss Eichbusch uh, one more time. 
Thank you, Gabby. Um, We really hope that y'all will consider taking the hack challenge, being away from your cell phone. It would be a great family activity. Have a great weekend. If there's anything we can help you with, please don't hesitate to contact the Cedar Valley counselors. Thank you.